Welcome to Digital Stratosphere, the podcast that helps organizations throughout the world with their digital transformation journeys. Here, you will find independent and technology agnostic advice with no software vendor sales spin to help you make the best decisions for your organization. Whether you are in the process of selecting technology, in the midst of your transformation, or trying to get your initiative back on track, Digital Stratosphere provides expertise and best practices to help. You may not realize this, but the enterprise technology space is run by a cartel. But what is this cartel and how do we get behind it? That's what I'm gonna show you today. My name is Eric Kimberling and I'm the CEO of Third Stage Consulting. We're an independent consulting firm that helps clients throughout the world reach the third stage of digital transformation success. And when we're helping clients through their digital transformations over the years, one thing we found is that there's a lot of bias and a lot of undue pressure put on customers of enterprise tech providers. And these large enterprise technology providers are run by what I would call a cartel. It's a very close-knit group of people that are there to deliver finely tuned messages and handcrafted messages that are highly biased and designed to sell software. So what I want to do today is talk about what is this enterprise technology software cartel and what is it you need to know and what do you need to do about it to overcome those challenges. Now, for more information regarding technology trends and best practices, I encourage you to download our 2024 Digital Enterprise Operations Report. It's a guide that gives you best practices and software reviews and rankings to help you through your digital transformation journey. You can read that by scanning the QR code in front of you, or you can go to the links below. The first way that the enterprise technology space in the ERP software industry is built like a cartel is in the way that they're forcing their customers to the cloud. A lot of legacy software providers originally built their technology on-premise. So big software vendors like SAP and Oracle and Microsoft, all these big guys have these legacy systems that customers have been using for decades. Now that we're well into the 2020s, these legacy software providers are forcing their customers off of the old on-premise systems to the cloud. And while that may be the right answer for most organizations, and if not all organizations, the fact that software vendors are forcing them to do so and essentially holding a gun to their heads, forcing a time-based transition, that is a lot like a cartel. That's what cartels do. And so that's something that enterprises have to deal with in today's day and age is trying to figure out how they navigate this forced migration from on-premise to the cloud. And one of the biggest pieces of advice I can provide here is to do this on your own timeline. If now is the right time to move to the cloud, then do it. If it's not, then look for other options. How could you support these on-premise systems while you're getting ready for your cloud migration? Or if you need to have a cloud migration that might take a little bit longer than what they're telling you it should take, then take the time you need. If you go off maintenance for a certain amount of time or they're refusing to support you on those old systems, that's okay. It's not the end of the world. It is a risk, but that risk may be lower than prematurely forcing yourself to the cloud faster than you're ready to do. So that's one of the things you need to watch out for inside this cartel is the fact that they're forcing their customers from on-premise systems to the cloud. Another way that the software technology industry is using brute force to get what they want from their customers is by having this rigged ecosystem that they've built over decades. And to be clear, I think this ecosystem that each of these big software vendors have built is brilliant. It's a brilliant marketing and sales engine that gets many people to use their software and ultimately deploy their software. So I understand why they do it, but you have to look at what is this doing to customers. And the net result of what the ecosystem is doing to customers is that it's creating a bias and it's creating a number of blind spots that customers need to be aware of. 
So let's back up for a second and talk about what I mean by an ecosystem first. So an ecosystem is really not just the software vendors who are at the core of the ecosystem, but also the system integrators and the technology implementers, the value-added resellers, even the industry analysts who are part of this whole ecosystem. They're all paid by and incentivized by the software vendors to promote their own sales and marketing messaging. And what this does is it creates a bias and a series of blind spots when customers go to do research on a certain product. So this whole rigged ecosystem is something you need to be aware of, and it's very important to go out and find objective and agnostic advice and data points to help you navigate some of the decisions you need to make. Because software vendors are so good at sales and marketing, what it does is it creates unrealistic expectations for their customers. In other words, they're so good at telling you what they want you to hear, all the great bells and whistles, all the potential advantages and the value that their technologies can bring to your organization, all good stuff, don't get me wrong. But what that does is it creates a bias and a perception that an implementation is gonna be easier than it really is. Now, while we do wanna hear about the strengths and the benefits and the potential value of technology, we also have to understand the downside. What is the negative risk and the potential risks of deploying that software? If we don't know those risks, which they exist for any sort of technology, by the way, then we're gonna run into problems. And so those biases and those unrealistic expectations that get created that lead organizations to think they can implement ERP software, enterprise technology for less time, less money, and less effort and less risk than is real, that creates a number of problems for customers. So this is another way that the enterprise technology space has created somewhat of a cartel to create unrealistic expectations within their customer base. If you are trying to achieve digital transformation success, turn to Third Stage Consulting Group. Third Stage's independent and technology agnostic consulting team helps clients define their digital strategies, select the right software, and manage their implementations. With offices in the U.S., Europe, and Australia, our team helps the world's most forward-thinking organizations through their transformation pitfalls and risks. Whether you are embarking on an ERP, HCM, CRM, supply chain management, or any other digital transformation, contact Third Stage Consulting to see how we can help you reach the third stage of transformation success. Learn more about us and download independent reports, videos, and other best practices at thirdstage-consulting.com. Another way that software vendors act like a cartel is that they claim to have best practices. And by the way, they all claim that they have industry best practices or solutions that are best for you. Now, it may be that the solution is best for you, but it is very arrogant for a software vendor to say or to think that they are the proclaimers of best practices. And by the way, best practices don't exist. So that's the other problem with the logic here. But the fact of the matter is these enterprise tech companies are selling this concept of best practices. And when you refuse to change or you push back or resist or don't like what you see in those quote unquote best practices, the software vendors will typically say, that's because you refuse to change. If you would just deploy our best practices, everything would be fine. But the reality is there's no best practices. All there are are best practices for you as an organization. So a way to counter this is really look at what it is you need as an organization. What are your priorities? What is it you have to have? What are those deal breakers and those showstoppers? And make sure you evaluate those systems accordingly. And when you do identify gaps within the technology providers, which you always will, you'll find gaps in their alleged best practices. 
then it becomes incumbent on you to figure out what it is you're going to do to overcome them and to mitigate those risks. So beware of the concept of best practices. They don't exist, but yet software vendors will push that concept very heavily with their customer base. As some of these big software providers continue to develop their products and make that migration to the cloud, what we're finding is that a lot of them are selling this concept of co-innovation to their customer base. And what co-innovation essentially is, is a way to mask the fact that they don't have capabilities that a particular customer needs. So for example, we're working with a number of different companies right now that are working with big enterprise tech providers that are traditionally on-prem, but now they've migrated to the cloud solutions. And these cloud solutions have some material gaps in their offerings. And so what the software vendor is doing in these cases is they're telling our clients that, hey, we will co-innovate and co-develop the functionality you need. And it's win-win because you get what you need, Mr. and Mrs. Customer, and we get to develop a product that we can now go sell to other companies like you. So just beware that this is the reality of the industry. And it sounds like the vendors are trying to work in concert with you or in a partnership with you as an organization. But the reality is, is they're charging you to finance their R&D and to finance the deficiencies of their software. That may be okay for you. You may be willing to accept that, but you do have to recognize that it's extremely high risk to go into a co-innovation type of situation. In fact, we've seen many failures as a result of this co-innovation concept because what you're essentially doing is customizing software and creating software from scratch to do things that it was never built to do in the first place. So if you have a high risk tolerance and you're okay with that, then great. But if not, you just need to be aware that that co-innovation concept is something that's very risky, but yet the software vendors won't tell you that. Another way that the software industry acts like a cartel is that they control ongoing support, or at least they try to control ongoing support of their software. They try to have somewhat of a monopoly in a corner on the market to where no one else can provide that sort of support for their product. For example, SAP and Oracle both provide ongoing support for their products, and they've both also said that they're going to stop providing support for some of their legacy products at some point in the future. And if you think about it, that's somewhat criminal to say, we're just going to cut off support for our customers who have been paying us for however long, and they spent this much money with us deploying the software, and now we're going to arbitrarily decide when we cut off support. The other problem is when there are third-party startups and third-party options that come up in the marketplace to provide third-party support for companies like SAP or Oracle, they will try to do all they can to stop that. They want to be the only ones to provide that third-party support, which means they can price the support however they want. They can take it away whenever they want. They can try to force you onto their cloud solutions as a result. And so it really stifles that open market of potential support options. So ongoing support is another way that software vendors are acting like a cartel and using their brute force to control the market, oftentimes at their customer's own expense. So the question becomes, what do we do about this cartel? Do we avoid it? Do we just say, forget it, we're not gonna deploy enterprise technology? That's not at all what I'm saying. What I am saying is you just have to be aware and go in with your eyes wide open on how this software cartel works. And probably the best way to break the cartel or to escape the grips of the cartel is to give yourself options and to diversify your options. So for example, you can look to third-party providers for support, as I mentioned earlier in this video. You can look to third-party project management, program management advisors to help you with the implementation. You can find third-party objective and tech agnostic advisors to help you make the decisions on what technology should be deployed and when within your organization. Third-party providers can also help provide an independent agnostic 
digital strategy, a roadmap for your organizations. There's a lot of different ways you can deploy other options outside of the cartel so that you can counter those forces that they are so good at mastering. And by the way, Third Stage Consulting, which is the company I work for, is one company that can provide those sorts of services. But regardless of who you might use, whether it's our company or anyone else, you want to make sure you look at what options you have and make sure you diversify. Don't put all your eggs in one basket and depend too much on the software vendors and this ecosystem of system integrators and industry analysts and other consultants that are part of that ecosystem, because they're all going to tell you the same thing and give you one size fits all types of answers that may or may not be the best for your organization. So I hope this has provided you some guidance on how to manage the realities of this tech cartel that we're dealing with in today's society. For more best practices on how to make your digital transformation more successful and how to navigate some of these dynamics within the industry, I encourage you to read our Digital Enterprise Operations Report. It's a report we publish each year that contains a number of implementation best practices, benchmarks, as well as independent software reviews and rankings of different technology providers in the marketplace. You can read that by scanning the QR code in front of you, or you can go to the links below. So I hope you found this information useful, and hope you have a great day. Learn more about us and download independent reports, videos, and other best practices at thirdstage-consulting.com.